What is going on, my good people? This is your main man, Ben, here. We are Talk Active, practicing wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. Happy Junior Friday to everybody. It's amazing. It's almost Friday once again. I'm getting excited when I hear that Friday. First and foremost, thank you for the support in this channel. I truly appreciate the coffee donations. Amazing how little things push us to be better. Hearts Month, February. I hope you guys are full of love and contentment. Um, I hope you did something for your loved ones. Anything. Small gestures, little balloons, flowers, chocolates, whatever. Little things, minor details. That makes it more meaningful. This month is a month of emotions. We practice moderation. The goal for this month is reaching a stable understanding of our emotions. That way, we are not basing our reactions due to other people's action. And by the way, folks, if you are new in this channel, we mainly focus on self-well-being. The goal is molding us to be our own artist and mastering our own life as the ultimate art. I don't know about you guys, man. If you watched Super Bowl last week, it was a crazy. I have my own opinions on it, but I think I think that last play between the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles that holding call, man, I don't know. That way, um, if that didn't went through, I believe it was a different outcome. But it is still a definitely a uh, uh, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes cemented his legacy, his second Super Bowl champion. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The first time in Super Bowl history where two brothers, the Kelsey brothers, uh, go against each other, go against each other. But it was amazing to watch those clips that they got with their mom, um, you know, and then the mom was wearing a I think a the other shoe was an eagle shoe. The other one was a chief's shoe. But uh, yes. It was just a treat, man, and a uh, shout out to my brother and my sister-in-law, Elma, John. They paid a visit here, and we enjoyed each moment, and, and the kids, especially Alexa. Uh, man, it was amazing. You know, whenever you have time to reunite with your loved ones, um, man, what, one thing I learned is... Aside from being patient, you have to cherish each moment. Those little things, you don't have to make it big. Um, you know, there will be things that will be challenging, but little things stick to, you know, your, your normal routine, your normal treatment. 
to each other and your siblings, especially either your brothers and sister or sister. Um, yeah, cherish each and every moment because one thing I learned is that age will not care at all. Um, it will not wait. So whenever you have chance to have fun and, and, and uh, spend time with your siblings, do it, do it. Now we're gonna go into our meet, guys. Um, we're gonna quickly pray here. Please, Father, no one should ever reject you based on how I represent you. Amen. We are in the month of February. Theme of the month is passion. The things that we cannot change to accept rather than fight every little thing. The one who put finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. Since we practice practicality to be able to live well, we will apply the one that will work in our method. Man, I feel, I feel like a radio station is somewhat an amazing environment because you got this audio engineer and your partner, you know, uh, uh, you go through things and then there's a lot of support, but podcasting it's easy but if you want to go to like that type of level it requires a little bit more uh work than i used to man i'm not complaining i'm just saying but all this is a one-man show video audio background whatever you see in here it's a one-man show so forgive me if it's not subpar or at your level of uh uh sound quality but you are and this is you are what you are and i am what i am so this is what you get it could be a good thing and it could not be a good thing as well but other than that guys today's episode um we are going to dive into suffering and uh man the real source of suffering. Um, once again, uh, we practice practicality here. So that being said, we practice things that we think that we can uh, contribute and can be helpful to each other. So we got questions and answer portions in our Spotify. If you want to put comment there, you're free to do so. I'll do my best to catch up and uh, uh, answer those questions, hopefully. Because um, we do have, you know, other chores and, and you know, uh, uh, day jobs. But it is fun definitely to see those interactions, man. And I thank you guys for listening in the channel. Now, February, this is part of our passion month to where we try to deal with emotions. Of course, our main goal is to master our own life. Now, when we talk about things like that, um, we're not talking about for everybody, but it only applies on our self. You know, the goal is, you know, to better ourselves. Now, when we talk about suffering, let's go to the meaning of it. Now, suffering can be subjective. Suffering can can uh, result to uh you know, different outcomes or, you know, it's a result or maybe a result of what you did. That's why you're suffering. Now, when we talk about suffering, it means that you're hurting, you know, you're in pain, 
your anguish, you're in anguish. There's a trauma. Um, sounds like a little bit more downers, right? But don't you think, don't you think that we all go through this? And what I think is that we had enough of suffering in this world, then why not try to make it your own suffering and make it not suffering? I mean, I know it is kind of uh, um, it is kind of confusing at first, but we're gonna go deep down the root of suffering in terms of our individual, you know, um, um, contribution. Maybe we can try to, you know, back away in it consciously, not unconsciously, triggered by other people. <clears throat> now, a um, couple of days ago, I watched a documentary to where there was a massive earthquake in Nepal in the year of 2015. So I watched this, I think it's in Disney Channel, and uh, that earthquake was so strong, it claimed, I think, 9,000 people died in that earthquake and displaced a lot of millions and millions of people lost their homes. So aside from that, homeless people, as a result of that earthquake that spanned to Nepal, to the different regions in Kathmandu, on a different side of uh, Mount Everest base camp, and then base camp one. So that was really, really strong. Um, 7.8, I believe. Um, that was the magnitude of that earthquake. Now, given the situation, that earthquake that I watched, man, um, there was this group of people that that went to Mount Everest. You know, those people, that crazy people that wants to go up in the mountain, the tallest mountain in the world. So basically, these people, the goal is to reach the peak of the tallest mountain. So trek that top of the mountain is in Mount Everest. So do you know, um, at that time in 2015, you got to have at least $40,000 cash money resources to be able to prepare yourself. You know, that's financially to supply yourself $40,000 so that you will be able to go to Mount Everest. Now, on top of that $40,000, you're going to need to have or you're going to need to meet some requirements because, you know, it's not that you uh, uh, like for me, I, I watch a TV and then I, I dreamt a bit that, that I, I went to Mount Everest and tomorrow morning I decide to go. Uh, it doesn't work out like that. So you got to meet some requirements. Uh, for example, you need to have experience on climbing mountains or, uh, you know, some kind of acclimation of your body, of your mind or your brain or your lungs. That way, when you go to the mountain, you adapt to the environment. Your body is not going to give up and on such a notice because elevation is so high naturally the oxygen level drops so the higher you go the oxygen goes bleep thinner and thinner that's the reason why you have to go through all this acclimation period now there's a lot of ways for noobs people that don't have experience but it requires some little time then once you complete those then you can go so so imagine that preparation 
imagine that requirements for regular people like me and you, if you got a dream, then first you got to come up with $40,000 just to get there and, you know, pay for, you know, a ticket for everything, um, most likely Sherpas, which is the one, the locals down there that carries your stuff. So imagine that $40,000 for a regular person like me and you. And uh, yeah, $40,000 is a lot of money. For some people, that is an annual salary for one regular citizen. And, and the crazy thing about that one is this is just for fun. There is no, there is no, uh, um, like, like what do you call this bonus that you're going to go get uh, or, or extra money. This is for self satisfaction only for people or, um, a goal, an achievement that they want, you know, for some, to be honest with you, a lot of people that goes there are really well off people that can just, you know, wave off their credit cards and a chopper would come and get them. So that that type of people, it's very, very expensive, um, very rich people, um, just, just to be honest with you. Now, this earthquake that hit Nepal, we're going to go back to our suffering here. I'm just giving you that quick random thing that, that you need to prepare for. Now, the climbers, there are climbers on top of that mountain. Now, um, in Mount Everest. So when you go to Mount Everest, talk about, uh, um, you know, you got $40,000 Sherpas. You pay them a big chunk because they're the ones who are going to bring your equipment. Imagine going to Mount Everest, carrying maybe 200, 300 pounds of your equipment by yourself. I don't think you're going to last one mile carrying on a, uh, uh, those heavy things by yourself and on top of that you're gonna need to go to this you know ladders man-made ladders that was made up and tied together and and put to one spot of the ice and going to the other side so basically a crevasse that is a big crack basically <laughs> a big crack of ice and you put a ladder on top of it that way you can cross now that's one of those things that the sherpas and the guides or the team leaders does so that's the bulk of your money now um what happens there is that there are levels of camp so when you go and decide to go to climb mount everest you don't just go climb from the bottom of mount everest and to the to the very top it doesn't work out like that because first, once again, acclimation period. Second, it's so high you cannot finish that unless unless maybe you are the one of the few, you know, best climbers in the world. And there's a lot of documentaries that climb seven mountains in that region, which is crazy, crazy. Now, when we talk about that that suffering that the people experience, base camp number one is supposed to be the base camp. In, in Mount Everest, um, the base camp is where the level one is. It's the most plain part. And although it's the plain part of the mountain, it's still high. And uh, that's where the mother base is. So when we talk about mother base, that's where the big tents are. That's where the noobs will be camping. That's where the doctors in the medical team set up their big camps with medicals, equipments, and, and medicines 
just in case of emergency, they do have like a mini, some kind of clinic because we, we know this is still the wild. And base one is the most safest. It is like the haven of, you know, uh, noobs or, you know, basically it's like level one. Let me go repeat myself. And then there's another level. It's the next level where all this like waterfall ice and on top of that, there's there's another camp. So it's a it's a level of camps until you reach it. So if you get caught in in um, climbing and you didn't reach, hey, there's another camp there. So there's a lot more supplies here. The higher you go, the less supplies. The less are the supplies. The less the supplies. Yeah, the lesser the supply. So once that 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit. Imagine what happens. The avalanche, the avalanche, the, the, the snow falling from top of it. It doesn't matter what your status is. It doesn't matter where you are. You're going to get hit. 7.8 magnitude on Mount Everest. It is crazy. So what happened there is... Base one camp was wiped out, wiped out. Um, a lot of people died instantly. A lot of people died because uh, they got covered by snow and um, they weren't able to breathe or they weren't able to take their, their themselves out of that situation. That's why they died. So imagine that, that preparation that you did. Imagine that $40,000 in all that preparation prior to that. Um, on that situation. So there's no way around it. This is the circumstances that you're in. You cannot change that. Mother Nature said it. So the thing is that a lot of people died because of that situation in the base camp on the safest part of Mount Everest, the hiking part. Um, the main medical tent was wiped out Equipments were wiped out, but they do still have some equipments and, and people trying to, to help out each other. Now, on top of that one, this is just the Mount Everest part, but the earthquake was the entire region. So the capital was Kathmandu. Kathmandu was wiped out. There's a lot of, a lot of people died there, buildings collapsed, and, and it's just total chaos and suffering, basically the main the main definition of suffering indeed oh let me get that water now we're going to talk about this couple of locals um there's some village tribe leader um there's a couple of things that i that point out there are this two israeli um two or three climbers now they didn't know that that um, there's some kind of rule that, that is going on. Um, if situation like this, locals, what they do is once the, the building collapsed, the village was wiped out, gone. They leave whatever's in there. They don't touch anything because, you know, this is your property that belongs to you. This is your property. This belongs to you. So... The situation is already dire. The situation is already bad. There's um, earthquake is bad. 
a lot of people died instantly. Now, this Israelis found a box. Now, this box contains money and some information of the local. Um, I think uh, identification and some money. So the Israeli thinks that, hey, we got info here. They opened the box. They found cash. They found a local um, ID. So they, one of the locals, I mean, the Israeli thought, hey, I'm going to bring this. You know, the people needs this. Um, I'm going to go get the bag, put everything in it, and then I'm going to uh, give this to, you know, whoever is the leader. But little thing he knows that it wasn't, his intentions are good, uh, according to him. I'm just relaying it to you guys. But the locals took it in a different way. Remember I told you they don't touch anything. It's somewhat like sacred to them. So they took it the wrong way and they got furious about it. Man, I tell you when I say furious, they're ready to kill. Now, the thing is that objectively, there's no thing in there that says this is good. What you did is good. And what you did is bad. You know, that's the occurrence between the Israeli and the local. The thing is that the misconception of helping and taking advantage took place. You know, there was a tragedy, which is the earthquake. That's the real source of harm, the real source of the suffering for everybody. Unable to think properly, the grieving, the loss, um, Resources are gone. Um, at the same time, there's the environmental element. It's cold and all that stuff. So the rest that survived, they still have to deal with life. They still have to continue to live. Now, going back to the employer and the employee, the mistrust of employee and an employer the Sherpa, the leader of the village that is so mad and infuriated and infuri furious about the behavior that displayed is unacceptable because of the culture. Now, the process of that relationship between the employer and the employee, you know, I hired you to be part of my goal to reach Mount Everest and um, they accepted it. Now, uh, there was a mutual relationship between that one. There is a business, uh, there is a storm alert, by the way, not in a uh, thing, but that's a business. Now, when the hurting was applied, when the earthquake happened, it, it changed. It changed. Now, the helping and mistrust occurred. Um, there was grieving. Everything was happening so fast. And there is no explanation that can be heard by the locals, regardless what the Israeli says. But, but overall, they are getting physical. Now, thank God there was a um, military um, that tried to rescue that, that intervened. And then, long story short, it was, it was resolved. But, but the thing is that the mistrust has already been given to each other. And, and, and that situation, the earthquake, the, the hurting, 
was already irreversible. Now, the locals is still not happy with it. I saw them, uh, you know, um, interviewing each other. The Israeli could could only say that, you know, it wasn't right what we did. Um, if they have chance to to do it, they won't open that box. But other than that, man, it reminds me of things that we can control and what we can control in terms of situation when we are hurting. Mm, the goal might be helpful. The goal might be, the intention might be nice. The intention might be pure. But we don't know that we might be causing more harm on a already bad situation. Now, let us remind ourselves that we are practicing the important lessons that was already been taught. You're just practicing this. The lessons that have been preached by the ones that made the sacrifice so that we can move further. Let's keep reminding ourselves that circumstances do not care about how we feel. That's a constant says, do not care about your reaction. Once again, that's a situation that does not care about your reaction. Their circumstances are not people. Ultimately, the situation do not care at all. Let's get hold of ourselves and don't make things harder than they need to be. Thank you guys for listening. Always remember, God is good all the time. This is your main boy. Peace out.